We did it, everybody. We made it to episode 40 if we got this with Mark and Hal. Just a couple things to tell you before we're on our way to the first of our four holiday-themed episodes. Number one, we got this throwdown poster available at maxfunstore.com. Order now. Send it to your friends, your family, that neighbor you don't know well but you want to meet. This is a great icebreaker, guys. Give a gift of a poster. What breaks the ice better than a poster? I don't know. You tell me. Second, we are going to be at San Francisco Sketchfest on Sunday, January 10th at the Punchline, 12.30 p.m. Go to sfsketchfest.com to get your tickets to our show with special guest Adam Savage from Mythbusters and opening act Carter Parton Rogers. It's going to be a great time, so don't miss it. And now, without any further ado, episode 40 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Worst Christmas Song. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. Happy post-Thanksgiving. And welcome to We Got This. Uh, This is our holiday special run that we're doing. We're going to do a bunch of episodes where we talk about the holidays and things that people love and hate. And we will find the best and worst superlatives of the holidays. And today is a very special moment because Hal thinks that he somehow can convince me that there is another worst Christmas song of all time than Paul McCartney's Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time, which I will say is not only the worst Christmas song of all time, but the worst popular song ever recorded. Wow, that those are strong words, but I'm, yeah. I'm up to the task. Uh, this okay. was actually suggested to us back in the spring at C2E2 mm-hmm. in Chicago by Amanda Tague, and she's at Hill People Milk on Twitter. So thank you, Amanda, for this topic. I said we'd get to it, and we did. Yes, thank you, Amanda. It's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. But there are lots of other topics, so you can reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets, Or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast or go to our subreddit. You're bringing this up very early. You, yeah. you already want more topics. Don't yeah, you? we're done. No, I thought the episode was over. No, how dare you? All right, we're not going to do that part at the end, but I'm going to tell you right now. I think, first of all, Paul McCartney is the best Beatle. Yes, Paul McCartney is the best Beatle. We determined that. And th- that was this was the very episode where you brought up how much you hate this song. Yes. Because it's repetitive. You don't care for – it's it's definitely in that like – It sounds like it was written by a five-year-old. Okay, okay. So there are some other songs that, that uh, are uh, – that are reviled across the internet um, that I've compiled some of these. So I want to run some of these past you. This will probably be a somewhat short episode. Okay. Um, one of them is a Ray Stevens classic, uh, which is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. No, that's not Ray Stevens. It's I know not- me some Ray Stevens. It's not Ray Stevens. But oh, I know goodness. the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Okay. So you know Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yes. I li- actually like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. It's cute. It's funny. The sentiment is there. It's it's not a it's it's not the worst. 
Listen, somebody's grandmother has died. Yeah. The last thing that we need to do is write a song about it. Somebody's fictional grandmother has died. And why didn't grandpa help out? Why didn't he push her out of the way? Why didn't he pull her out of the way? This is a story of a terrible marriage. He was drinking beers and playing cards with Cousin Mel. See, this is the problem. If he had been paying a little bit more attention to their marriage, he could have saved his wife from that reindeer. What? And also... So hang on a second, Lublin. It's not... It's not just one reindeer. No, you hold on. You're going to hold on now. It's not just one reindeer. Like, you would get hit by Comet, then Blitzen would step on your face. That Dasher, a dancer, would be would be stepping apart your legs. Like, is there a, a reindeer on the loose in the neighborhood? Uh, look, it's it, – first of all, you're incorrect on this, my dear friend, because the song okay. is called Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Not grandma got run over by all eight of Santa's effing reindeer. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, could, could you get run over by a reindeer? Yeah. You would have to have escaped. I mean, if you, if you live up in Alaska, a reindeer is yeah, just or, a caribou, my brother. I see. So this is a story about people who live in Lapland. <laughs> yeah. This is basically Northern Exposure, the song. <laughs> That look, if you can get killed by that moose from Northern Exposure, he's just walking <laughs> around the town. He's not even he's not even asking for trouble. I guess I'm way off. He is not a moose. He's or he's not a caribou. He's a moose, right? Yeah, he's a moose. He's a big moose. Look, look at how much joy this song has brought us already. Next. Okay, uh what about Christmas shoes? You want to tell people what Christmas shoes is? <laughs> Christmas shoes. Uh I'm surprised that this made your list of worst songs, but I'll tell everybody why. If you don't know the song Christmas Shoes, it is the saddest Christmas song of all. It is, I mean, it is depressing. It's the story of a kid who wants to buy some shoes. I hope this doesn't hit too close to home. Um, it's about a kid who wants to buy a pair of shoes for his mother, uh, who is dying. And right. he does not have enough money. So brutally sad and will make you cry while driving. And sometimes you just need a good cry while driving. I will read you the lyrics to the chorus of the song. Are you ready? Yes, but please don't cry while driving. It makes it hard to see. That's fair. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. Oh, good Lord. Let me stop this garbage right now. <laughs> Come this on. This is a dumpster fire of a song, and here is why. <laughs> and here is why I think it is worse than – it may not even be the worst, but I think it's worse than simply having a wonderful Christmas time. You don't mm-hmm. like that because you don't like the musicality of it, but at least the spirit of that song is on point. To me, Christmas songs – Break down into two categories. Generally, there are those that, that discuss the religious events around Christmas, which mm-hmm. is like, Oh, Holy Night. Um, and then you have like Winter Wonderland, um, which are about how wonderful the holiday season is or the Christmas song. They set a mood mm-hmm. so that you feel comfy and cozy and warm. Well, there's a third love. category of Santa songs, right? And Santa song, but even those are like, they get you cheery and, and excited. That's sort of like the mythology of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe those are the three categories. But this is like just the sad – like here's a young boy so 
so early in his grieving process that he's buying shoes to to try and connect with his mother who is on her deathbed and he knows that she's going to meet Jesus. Why does this have to be happening at Christmas time? This well, is a song that is built the, to make us depressed, which is not the point of Christmas. No, it's a it's a song made to uplift us because spoiler, the guy behind her in line, a guy behind him or her in line who is the uh, who is the narrator of the song, uh, is the, winds up buying the shoes for the kid so he can take them to his mama. Cause the kid doesn't have enough money. Listen, this is not a song about the state of poverty in America. This is a song, it doesn't matter. It's still, it's great that he bought, that he bought shoes so she could, he could go throw shoes on, on his mother's corpse on Christmas. And I say this with a mother who has passed on who would laugh very hard at that. I just want to <laughs> Good. But, uh, to me, it's just like, you don't want a depressing song. And that's why it falls into that, that band aid, Do They Know It's Christmas Time, which I think is hilarious. I love the song because it was the, it was a, uh, an early prototype for We Are the World. It came before We yeah. Are the World. The chorus of that is, there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. Yeah. The greatest gift they'll get this year is life. Uh, where uh no rain or ri- nor rain no no rain nor rivers flowed uh i don't know it, it's depressing i don't remember all the lyrics yeah, there these kids are starving and dying yeah and then so so they're singing for africa later on they won't play sun city that's just a little spoiler for you another group song but like those fall into like really depressing this one thing to, to tell you to think about other people it's another thing to tell you the most depressing story on earth when you're trying to enjoy a holiday with your family so to me, that's way where at least Paul McCartney is trying to say we're having a good time, uh, even if he doesn't, even if it's not the most skilled for a guy who's a very skilled songwriter. Mm-hmm. This is like straight depressing territory. All right, well, give me that. Well, look, this may this may be in the running. I'm still not convinced that it's worse than that. <laughs> Crap. Uh, but what else you got on your little list, Hal? Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are a bunch of songs that keep appearing over and over again where you search for worst Christmas song, and they mm-hmm. fall into that, like, Larry the Cable Guy wrote this, where it's like uh, <laughs> toilet humor, basically. We can yeah. we can wipe those out. Sure. Um, oh, don't use toilet humor and wipe in back-to-back sentences. <laughs> also, don't use toilet paper, wipe, and back-to-back. <laughs> um, you're supposed um, to go front-to-back, I- people. How do you even go back-to-back? Anyway. Here, here's another song. Here's the problem is a lot of these songs probably musically are more mature than simply having mm-hmm. – you're, you're looking at it as a musician. I'm looking at it as – the lyrics are dumb. The music is dumb. The lyrics are dumb. How it got popular. I don't know what deal with what devil at what crossroads Paul McCartney signed to get this song recorded and popular. Well, you know, when you write Hey Jude and Let It Be, you, they, they'll give you a little bit of a runway. Yeah, all those songs are amazing. This song can kiss my butt. Um, Whoa! How about uh, here are two that fall into the creepy category? Okay. Always, oh, baby, it's cold outside. One of them? Uh, no. Really? No, that's that's my big ammunition for the end. Oh. We'll get into that in a little bit. These all are right. two that fall into the hey, there's something creepy happening in the house uh, category. Mm-hmm. One is um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Okay. Uh, here's my thoughts on I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Okay. If 
whether or not you believe in Santa Claus colors either positively or negatively your view (laughs) of this song, right? True. And, and I want to believe in Santa Claus, Uh but if I believe in Santa Claus, then this song is about infidelity. Yes. If I don't believe in Santa Claus, then this, uh, this song is about a really sweet dad and a, a fun family. But I believe in Santa Claus wholeheartedly. So this song is about infidelity. That said, it's cute and it's catchy. It's catchy and the lyrics are good. So I'm taking it off the list. Well, well, hold on. I just want to point out that either way, whether you believe in Santa or don't, for that kid, it's about seeing Santa bone. That's no. what's going to happen. It's not kissing the cheek. It's not I saw mommy boning Santa Claus. It's a gateway drug, man. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> you know that. You know that. I know that. That's uh, just the beginning. Do you ever okay. walk in on your parents? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I will say I, <laughs> I lived in a split-level house for many years. Okay. And one time I was downstairs watching TV, which is directly underneath my parents' bedroom. And I uh-huh. definitely heard some stuff. And I could not figure out where to go. To make the noise. <laughs> but on the other hand, I was very happy for my parents that they had a, a healthy marriage. Yeah. Did you? Have you? No, ever? never did. Oh. My parents' marriage wasn't that healthy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was only bringing it up because I was curious if you had. I hear it's a thing that people did when they were kids and it traumatized them. I never had that trauma. Well, good for you. You have plenty of other trauma. Like- yeah. Like cheese casseroles. Yeah, like the fact that my mom told me I didn't like mushrooms for eighteen years. Uh, <laughs> all right, what else is in your what else is in your hopper? I'm parrying that one away. Thrust again in thine fencing, my dear friend. I shall parry away all that ye give me. Okay, here's the other song. Yeah. And by the way, if you do believe in Santa, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus is two cases of infidelity. It's the mother and Santa Claus is cheating on Mrs. Claus. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, no. I believe in Santa Claus. I do not believe in Mrs. Claus. <laughs> oh, that's the most dude bro thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I don't believe in no Mrs. Claus, man. That Santa, he's a free agent. Yeah. You know what? I bet Miss, I hope at least that Mrs. Claus, if she's coming and taking cookies, that she only takes 75% of what the man Claus takes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Okay. So here's the other kind of creepy song. It's mm-hmm. uh, Santa Baby, which is a beautiful song. Eartha Kitt performs it wonderfully. It's been covered a ton of times. But it is mm-hmm. basically a woman seducing Santa Claus. Yeah. Or she – I've always thought of it as a woman um, either seducing Santa Claus or her sugar daddy. Yeah. But um, she's really wants – she wants Santa to come down the chimney. He's he's going down thinking like, oh, this is where Timmy lived and that there was an address change he wasn't aware of. And then he comes down and finds a woman dressed in lingerie or something like that who's trying to seduce him. He's got to deliver. And listen, I, I know there are probably guys out there that are like, right on, Santa. <laughs> but Well, because Mrs. Claus doesn't exist. The, look, the more time he spends with her, that's the less presents he can deliver to other kids. There's got to be a finite amount of time that he can use up. for. No, culture. Santa can stop time, dude. How do you think he gets to all those millions of kids? Uh, do I have to explain everything to you? I want to know what other powers Santa has. Uh, heat vision. 
<laughs> but he only uses it for cooking. And to punish the reindeer when they don't fly fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> on Dasher. On da- I said on. <laughs> that reindeer revolution when it happens. <laughs> it's going to be something incredible to behold. Blitzen, rise up. <laughs> so these two, they don't do anything for you. Um, I think, uh, no, I say it does. They don't bother me. Um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus is, I mean, yeah, it's about double infidelity, but, um, it's a cute song. And it's the thing is it, it they are, they are both musically, they're musically melodic and lyrically witty. Okay. Um, Santa baby, the, the, it may seem a little odd, but I mean, it's a girl flirty. One of the things, and it, but it's so over the top. Like, uh, she asks for a duplex at one point in the song, which it's silly. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not Santa baby. Let me go unbuckle your pants. Like, it's just a girl talking <laughs> about, you know, talking about it's cute. You know, I, I mean, if anything, it's about greed, which is not great at Christmas time, or maybe it's a satire on greed. We'll never know. We'll never know. I have um, to say, looking through these, there are so many uh, – just going back to the toilet humor ones, there are so many things that people are doing while on Santa's lap. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really incredible. They're, uh, Ugh, they're going number wanna... two. They're farting. It's a whole thing. Like, if there's, some, uh, there's a song about farting on Santa. Come on, man. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to give these – I'm not going to give these the dignity of calling them worst Christmas song because – I don't even consider those real Christmas songs. Did you go to see Santa a lot when, as a kid? Did you sit on his lap a lot and stuff? Were you oh yeah, scared of him? No, I was. I I was never scared of him. In fact, there's a great photo of my brother screaming and crying. We're both sitting on Santa's lap. My brother screaming and crying, and I'm looking over at him like, "What are you doing? You are embarrassing me in front of Santa Claus." <laughs> and I'm like two. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always like a been a big. Vision. A big Santa fan. Um, right. And I, I uh, all right, are, are you moving on to your big ammo? Cause. No, I got one more. You got one this, more before Baby It's Cold Outside? This is one I might not have put on the list, but I'm curious to take your temperature on it because I can see how it's another repetitive song mm-hmm. and might not have the best lyrics on earth. And that's Little Drummer Boy. Oh, Little Drummer Boy's beautiful. Because you grew up with it, right? Yeah, but also because the sentiment of it is amazing. It's, I have nothing to offer but my drum and I will play my drum for you. I will, I give you my music as a gift. Okay. That's, fair. I love I that mean, song. I like the song too. I just thought it was interesting there and it, it shares some of the qualities with, uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time in that it is a repetitive refrain. So there's no outside of the David Bowie Bing Crosby version. It never, which is a, yet. which is fantastic, by the way. Of course, it's wonderful. We all love it. Okay, right. let's go to the big ammo. Here we go. But Christmas shoes is still on the table. I just want to make that clear. We're not throwing that one out. All right. All the other ones are still eliminated except Christmas shoes. Yes. This is right. uh, the banner song for sexual assault. Baby, it's cold outside. There's no way to slice this song other than a man imposing his will on a woman who is trying to leave. Yes. Uh, this house. song is a very Cosby Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it kind of is. It has that, like. And I think that, I think the line that everyone jumps on is, what's in this drink? Right. 
And even if that line wasn't in there, and even if you were arguing that that line is, uh, that that line is innocuous and it's just like, oh gosh, this, this alcohol is stronger than I thought it was. Um, even that's bad. Yeah. That, that's not a, even, even setting those things aside, this song is still a guy basically standing in front of the door of a woman who's trying to leave. Yeah. And saying, oh no, it's fine. You can't leave. It's cold outside. You should probably stay here. And now they're using it. I mean, it's, it really is a well written song in terms of the, of uh, musically. It's very pleasing. If it was, mm-hmm. if, if it was a different subject matter, it might be, uh, it would certainly not be up for debate and would sort of be in the, in a best Christmas song category. But mm-hmm. now they're using it in a Barnes and Noble ad. Have you seen this? No. So it's, uh, is it a Barnes and Noble ad for rape? <laughs> in a way it is. It's, that, was a, uh, that was a harsh joke. I apologize. <laughs> that's you know what it's it's we need to tackle how terrible this song is. Yeah, I think that's uh you make the you make the point there eloquently. No, it's Lady Gaga walking into a Barnes and Noble, unlike any Barnes and Noble. It looks like a like a storefront bookstore, not like every Barnes and Noble now, which just looks like an empty room. And, yeah, uh, it's a storefront. It's, it's the storefront bookstore that Barnes and Noble uh undersold and caused to close down. So now they use it for filming. So they shot yeah. this commercial there and put Barnes and Noble signs up. Exactly. So she walks in and she's singing her half of baby. It's cold outside and looking at the books. And then she hears another voice singing the other half. Is it Tony Bennett? It? It's Tony Bennett. Her no. And then they meet up and they each have a book. They exchange the books and give each other a hug. Now, Look, they're two very talented musicians slash artists. But the fact that around the holidays, they're now being known for this duet and a major book retailer is using this song as a duet is a big problem. Like Wonderful Christmas Time isn't really used in a lot of advertising. And what it is, it's radio. This Mm -hmm. song is still being spread as, oh, this is holiday cheer. And it's not. It's sexual assault with strings. So how could a, an innocuous Paul McCartney song be worse than Baby It's Cold Outside? Tell me that. I have heard versions of Baby It's Cold Outside where the roles are reversed, mm-hmm. which makes it a more palatable song. Right, but it's still I've heard, comfortable. I've heard versions where the lyrics have been changed specifically for this reason. Um, am I going to sound like a rapist if I say that the Paul McCartney song is still worse? Well, what you're saying is if you change the lyrics, it's better. So if I change the lyrics to simply having a wonderful Christmas time and they were really good lyrics, would that make the song better? No. You kind of have to go with, with what's out there. It I would, think, I think all right. good. If you change, all right, let me, let, if that's our criteria, then, okay. then baby, it's cold outside is not the worst song. The Paul McCartney one still is because in order to make that Paul McCartney song good, you have to change both the lyrics and the music. You have to just record and perform a different song. Let that song be, uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That's a good song. There is no yeah. place for that Paul McCartney song. Fine. Still, You're still right. the worst song of all time. I, that was a strong bullet that I threw out there. 
And yeah. we are in no way endorsing Baby It's Cold Outside. But you could change it to I really can't say, oh, baby, that's a shame because it's cold outside. Can I call you a cab? Yeah. Like, I could call you a taxi. Yeah. Would you like to – would you like to uh, – if why don't you spend the night in the guest bedroom? I will be downstairs sleeping on the couch fully clothed. <laughs> in fact, I'll go stay at my neighbor's. Yeah, you, you just have house my house. Itself. You can have the entire house. I will walk. You know what? I'll walk. You stay here. I'll just move. Okay. So so then – all right. This Paul McCartney song is still the running. I'm going to make one last push mm-hmm. for for Christmas shoes just because the entire goal of the song is to make you sad. I don't think it's an uplifting story. If you're looking at that and saying it's a story of a guy buying shoes for a kid on Christmas, I think you're missing the point. That song was written, whether they admit it or not, to make you cry. Mm-hmm. It is the It is like a Dear Mr. G. Do you remember Dear Mr. Jesus? No. It was a song that came out in in the like mid to late 80s and it was about a girl, I believe it was a little girl who had passed away, who had written letters to to Jesus and it was they made a song out of it and had a little girl singing it. Um it's I mean it's the same thing. It was like written to pull on your heartstrings. Yeah, I don't it's mind a song that's song. written to pull on my heartstrings. I don't. Art is designed it, to, to a- if it's designed to do something. It's supposed. It's designed to move you in some way, uh, and if that moves me in some way, then it's effective. Also, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this this game right back at you with the same bullet that we used for the last song. Um, you could change you could change the lyrics to Christmas shoes. And the music is still good. You can change the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside and the music is still good. You have to change both the music and the lyrics to the Paul McCartney song, at which point just play another song. <laughs> well, So this topic is settled, Hal. I will not be swayed. Go ahead. I'll let you take this one. Ladies and gentlemen of the world, you might think me misogynistic and Cosby-esque for saying this, but Baby It's Cold Outside is not the worst Christmas song of all time. You can change the lyrics. You can flop the the people around, uh, flip-flop the, the people that are singing. Christmas Shoes is not the worst Christmas song of all time. There are a lot of wonderful Christmas songs. There are a few mediocre ones, but there is only one worst Christmas song, nay, worst pop song of all time. And that is Paul McCartney simply having a wonderful Christmas time. If it's on in your car right now, why are you listening to two things at once? (laughs) Are people mashing us up? (laughs) Uh, That topic is settled, but there are many more topics. Thank you for that, Amanda. And thank you, listeners, for providing us with new topics to discuss, which you can send to us at We Got This Tweets. Nope, we did this already. I'm not going to allow you to do this again. I'm going to say thank you to Ken Plume for all the mixing and mastering. And I'm going to say thank you to Uri Kelman for designing our logo. Or reach out to us on Facebook at We Got This. And thank you to Mike Furman (laughs) for our theme song. 
and Jonathan Dynasty for our score, respectively. And thank you to our listeners, as always. We couldn't do it without you. Happy holidays, everybody. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We got, got this. this. We got this. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventures? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zones, a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Justin McElroy, the host of My Brother, My Brother and Me. I'm Travis McElroy, another host of My Brother, My Brother and Me. And I'm Griffin McElroy, the host. Are you anywhere near Huntington, West Virginia? Probably not. But if you are, or will be, on December 21st, you should come out and see us. We're doing our family comedy podcast, Hoot Nanny, called Candle Nights. It's our second year, and we think it's just going to be great. Come join us. Come have a sip of the eggnog. Have a sip of whatever holiday beverage you want, because this Candle Nights, baby, is a pan-religious, pan-sexual, personal pan-holiday. Tickets are available at bit.ly forward slash Candle Nights 2. We hope to see you there, and we hope to not curse. That's the plan, at least. Bring your babies. Bring your aunt. Bring whoever. Bring the meter maid. It's Candle Nights, baby. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.